Hello and welcome to another episode of Our Athletes. My name is Michael Roziel and I'm the host of the show where I get to interview Olympic athletes and hopefuls on their story and path to the games. Today we have Carmelita Jetter, well-known Olympian, USA track and field. Absolutely incredible person. If this interview, it's super short, about 10-15 minutes, but if this does not pump you up, I have absolutely no idea what will because she is an absolutely amazing and motivational speaker. She does so many great things for so many companies outside of what she did for herself that it is incredible. She's a coach currently. She was a track star. She had multiple injuries. She made it to multiple Olympics and she was just the most fun person I've talked to. So I really hope you enjoy this interview with Carmelita Jutter. But first we have our first advertisement. Have you ever wanted to launch your own podcast but didn't actually know where to start? If so, you're in luck because I have partnered with launchingpodcasts.com, an easy step-by-step video course to easily launch a podcast. I've personally used this information from the course for my podcast in my life. I learned about 99% of everything I need to know about podcasts from this and specifically from the founder, Rob Cressy. Uh, I use this information, as I said, and I have seen some amazing results. I mean, you've heard and seen what I've been able to do. So I think it's incredible. So why did I create a podcast? So I could grow my brand, build new relationships and become a thought leader. And you can too. Head over to launchingpodcasts.com, L-A-U-N-C-H-I-N-G, podcasts with an S.com and get $50 off. 50 by using my promo code Mike at checkout. That's launchingpodcasts.com, promo code Mike. Without further ado, here's Carmelita. All right, today's special guest, Olympian, gold, silver, bronze medal Olympian, Carmelita Jetter, USA track and field, born November 24th, 1979, out in beautiful, sunny Los Angeles. She attended California State University, Dominguez Hills, where she was. Uh, she got her bachelor's degree, set some NCAA records, had a pretty good time. 2007, she started to see some international success with multiple gold medals, eventually ending with six gold, four silver, four bronze medals with, a as I said, gold, silver, and bronze at the 2012 Olympics. Carmelita, thanks for hanging out with us today. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. No, please. The pleasure, sincerely, is all mine. Um, (laughs) So I guess if you don't mind, I know we only have a couple minutes, so let's just jump right into it. I mean, you started, I saw you were uh, were really into basketball, and then one of your coaches was like, hey, maybe you should try this other thing out. So if you don't mind, just kind of hopping into the story there, and we'll, uh, we'll see where it goes. Yeah, um, you know, my story is is pretty simple. I grew up playing basketball. My freshman year in high school, the coach says, you know, why don't you go out for the track team? You're really fast. I think it'll be great for you to stay in shape. I'm sure he wasn't thinking that I would never come back to basketball. I'm more than positive that he wasn't thinking that. Um, I was a late bloomer, not starting track until I was 14 years old, which is pretty late nowadays. Um, And I wasn't the, the... top athlete in the state. I never went to state. I never ran at Arcadia, which is a super huge meet in California. And I say that to say so many people get so caught up in not being at these big meets and not um, being seen or not going to division one schools. And I did some amazing things, not being the number one athlete. You know, I was a late bloomer, but I did get a scholarship to Cal State Dominguez Hills, which was a division two school. Um, but then, you know, I went there and became NCAA athlete of the year, CCAA athlete of the year. And, you know, I always say that to say it doesn't matter the school, it matters the coach. You know, you have to go to a school where the coach will be able to 
help you grow, to help you be a better runner or player or football player, whatever sport that you're playing. Let's not get so caught up in it being the big school with the fancy lights. Let's get caught up in graduating. Let's get caught up in being somewhere that someone can pull the greatness out of you. I love that. That's such a great, great point. And I know um, in in your track life, you did have uh, a little while where you had a, a pretty bad hamstring injury, if I'm not mistaken. And and how did you kind of, how did your coach really, or, or whoever helped you really through that to make sure that you made it out to the other side and you were able to have this amazing career? You know, at the end of the day, many of my hamstring injuries in college pretty much was because I wasn't taking care of myself. Ah, there you know, we go. I, I can't blame anyone. I can't put the blame on a coach or the training department. Pretty much, I was a college student. And with that being said, I was hanging out a little much. I was doing a lot. I wasn't hydrating. And it was all my fault. You know, I oh, kept yeah. injuring my hamstring because I wasn't taking care of my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I did not mean to uh, it, it, poor communication on my part. I did not mean to blame a coach or anything. I'm just kind of curious oh. how how the coaches helped you, I guess, get through those injuries and make sure that okay, you're not going to quit. You're going to stay around. You're going to continue recover, and then you're going to become this amazing or continue to become this amazing athlete. Well, Coach Warren Emerson, you know, always wanted you to go into the training office, always wanted you to get help, wanted you to get uh, physical therapy. So he was very good at making sure you you went to do the things you were supposed to do. Now, if you did it, that was a whole mm-hmm. other conversation, you know, but he was very adamant of you spending time in the trainer's office. Okay, very cool. And that, that completely makes sense. I mean, yeah, you were a college student. You had the responsibility if you wanted to do it you do it. So uh, I remember right. college, it was a lot of fun, but I'm sure I did a couple things I wasn't supposed to. Um, right. And, uh, and I'm sure I could have done a little bit more. So let's, uh, let's jump into it. I know um, you were, you were gunning for the Olympics in 2008. Um, or was that Beijing, if I'm not mistaken, what happened yeah. there? And what and how, how did you kind of overcome that to continue rather than quitting like a lot of people would just continue to keep just pushing forward and continue to get better? Well, the number one thing in 2008, after 2007, I won a bronze medal and a gold medal in the world championships in Osaka. And pretty much what I did in 2008 was nothing. You know, I stopped training the same. I stopped being motivated. I started hanging out. I bought a house and a car and completely forgot that I had to go work out. You know, I still had to bring that same fire and aggression for the Olympic trials. And here I am thinking, because I've done it already, I can do it again. But every year is a different year. Mm-hmm. And, and many times we get so caught up in, in, in smelling our own butt that we forget that you have to do all those same things plus more because now you have a target on your back. And I didn't do the things that I needed to do and I didn't make the team. And many times people, when they don't do the things that they need to do, the first thing they do is start playing the blame game. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, let's start taking accountability. Let's start blaming ourselves. Did I train? No. Did I eat right? No. Did I get rest? No. Did I sacrifice? No. So no, I didn't make the 2008 team and it was my fault. And so I had to be a big girl and sit down and say, okay, Carmelita, now what? You know, what are you going to do now? How are you going to change this? And I said, okay, I'm going to change my coaching. So I went to the legendary coach, John Smith. Okay, I'm going to change my circle. Okay, I'm going to change my friends. Okay, I'm going to change my mindset. And I came out 2009 swinging, becoming the fastest woman alive. 
alive. I love that. I mean, it, it almost sounds like kind of not making the Olympics that year, not making the team um, clearly put you on the right track. And I love it. So then I would love to talk about the 2012 games, obviously, where you won gold, silver and bronze. I mean, you know, I, I'd love to hear as much about it as you'd like, but definitely kind of what was what was that experience like? I mean, first, just going to the Olympics and, and experiencing that representing our country, but then also competing there and really seeing and understanding and saying, hey, I'm one of the best in the world. Uh, 2012 Olympics had its up and its downs going into the trials. Um, I wore pink spikes for a reason. I wore pink spikes because my aunt, Brenda Washington, Washington was diagnosed with breast cancer in 2009. So what Nike did for me, which was absolutely awesome, they made me pink spikes. And these were spikes they didn't even sell in the store. And uh, when I lined up, I lined up for everyone fighting a fight. Um, if you lost your fight or if you were in the process of fighting your fight, when I lined up, I raced for you. I fought for you. And I was the ambassador for Susan G. Coleman. But in March, I lost my aunt. And it was devastating. Um, you know, when, you, when you're an athlete, you know, you're, you're, you have to be a superpower person. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have to smile. You have to wave. You have to kiss the babies. You have to always be on. But no one teaches you how to deal with heartbreak. Mm-hmm. You know, no one teaches you how to deal with losing someone so close to you and you still have to do a job. And I didn't even want to go to practice. I didn't even want to train. And then I said, okay, you got to suck this up. You have to get back on board. She would be very disappointed in you if you give up now. And so I went out for the trials. I made the team in the 100 meters and the 200 meters. And I was 32 when I did that. So if anybody's listening to me, um, so what? You know, who cares? that someone said you're too old or too young or too big or too dark or too light or it doesn't matter. Get out and get it done. Um, I got it done at the age of 32, three medals and a world record. And people are still like in awe and wow. And when you're cheering for yourself and you, and you're expecting greatness out of yourself, who cares what someone else has to say or who who's gonna doubt it let them doubt it all they want um going into 2012 london games walking into that stadium um that opening ceremony i'm american i'm a proud american i love representing my country um walking out and knowing that i was racing for everybody at home you can't even describe it i can't even put it in words. I can't even say the feeling. It's something that you definitely have to experience <laughs> to understand the, the, the amount of joy that I had walking into the Olympic stadium. You know, people ask me, you know, how can you compare it? And I say, it's simple for someone that graduated for dentistry school, that was your Olympics. Mm-hmm. Or if you graduated from the police force, that was your Olympics. If you got your MBA, that was your Olympics. You know, people think you have to be an athlete to be an Olympian. No, you just have to accomplish something that you thought you couldn't have done and you did it. Man, you are just spitting some fire. I love this. Thank you so much. This is fantastic. So, I mean, yeah, thank you for, for representing us. I, um, I graduated from college. That's about all I've done so far. So I guess I'll consider that my Olympics. I'll roll with it and I'll enjoy it. And I appreciate that. 
Um, but I appreciate you and what you're doing and, and, and representing us. And now I know you were gunning for the, the 2016 games. It didn't look like it worked out as well as you'd hope. But I mean, as you said, at 32, doing what you did, it doesn't matter about the age. It just matters, as you said, about the coaching and what you've done. Um, and you know, moving forward, I guess, tell us a little bit about what you have going forward in the last couple minutes and, and all the things that you're trying to accomplish now with being the ambassador, uh, you know, as you said, with your Nike cleats and all that stuff. I mean, what, what else do you have um, that you're looking forward to, uh, to, to knock out of the park? Well, right now I, I do tons of motivational speaking um, and I'm the sprints and hurdles coach at Missouri State University. And um, it's Division One school. I'm super excited to be there. I'm super excited to live in my purpose right now. I'm super excited to train someone else to be great. Um, I go to work every day with a smile. I go to work every day with the intention of helping someone understand their worth, knowing their worth, and cheerleading for themselves. So um, I have a great group of girls. It's only a woman's team. And... Um, you know, every day, my job is to just coach them and speak greatness. And it seems like you're pretty darn good at that. So uh, we appreciate you doing that, too. So one more time, Carmelita Jetter, USA Track and Field Olympian, gold, silver, medal, uh, bronze medal winner, but much, much more than that, as you can tell. Carmelita, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Our Athletes. Again, Carmelita Jetter, absolutely incredible person, incredible interview. I had so much fun. Make sure to go follow her. All of her uh, socials are in the show notes. So again, if you're looking to get pumped up, I think you know where a place to find it. Uh, make sure to follow us as well at ourathletes.us on Instagram, at ourathletesusa on um, Twitter. Uh, make sure to rate, comment, review, subscribe, share anything to do on iTunes just to get us pumped up in their algorithm a little bit so that way more people see us. And again, um, from launchingpodcast.com, go there, check out the website, use my promo code Mike, get $50 off, $50 off. That's not bad. Uh, the course, and you can learn how to create your own podcast because I truly believe everybody loves to talk in a microphone. So thank you so much. And I hope you guys have, guys and girls, have a wonderful day.